Man, I don't know. It was a weird week. We've moved to like, I don't know about everywhere else in the world right now, but like we've moved to uh, um, going back to like not really like being able to sit in at places except for restaurants, I guess. But so people have well, been even then, aggro. You have to live with the people that you're with. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to in stay a with your household. Yeah. 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 There was so. these two girls at my work last night and they were just like they it was someone who I kind of work with, I don't actually, but she works at a different store. And then her friend came in and she was like, Oh, let's just like we can go out. We can go out to a restaurant. Let's just go out to a restaurant together. And the other person was like, No, you're not really supposed to be doing that right now. Like you can only do that with the people you live with. And they're like, Oh, whatever. And I'm just sitting there like, no, not whatever. <sighs> the reason why it's not fucking working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And like a lot of people are doing that at my work too, where it's just like, I can tell by how they interact with each other. Like you can tell family versus friends mm-hmm. and like, you can tell that they're meeting up with each other and they haven't seen each other in ages. And, like, when when we had tables inside, there was, like, these two. It was, like, a man and a woman. And they, like, knew each other from, like, a long time ago. They're like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you in years. And then, like, five minutes later, they were sitting, next, they were sitting with each other at a table with no masks on. And it was just, like, now is not the time. Like, if you really want to go and talk to somebody, like, go outside, be far mm-hmm. apart, and keep your masks on and talk to each other. Like, you don't have to... Or be extra far apart and be sipping on your coffee. <laughs> you know, like, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. It's driving me insane. I know. And if people <sighs> that are doing that bullshit make it so we can't have Christmas dinner with our families. Yeah. yeah. Like, our family. It's not even like we're, like, doing family, like, someone's flying in from fucking Vermont or something. It's like, yeah. we live in no. the same city. <laughs> yeah. We just want to We're, like, dinner. 20 minutes apart. Yeah. In the opposite <laughs> direction, but anyway yes covid sucks man it's mm-hmm. uh hopefully that vaccine uh, like are you kind of like i don't know maybe we watch too many movies <laughs> but there's like a vaccine that doesn't have long-term trials and i'm like is this how zombies start yeah you know definitely if movies have taught me anything yeah that's for how. sure this is how zombies start if there's a monkey that somehow gets involved, we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, like, I'll probably get it if it's a thing, but I'll just know that this is the end. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> this is Look. the end. <laughs> you seem pretty yeah. at ease. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, calm about it. But I also have, like, really bad lung issues. So if I got COVID, it would be the end. So I might as well get vaccinated with the possibility that it could just be zombies. Maybe. Yeah, zombie, you get to live undead forever. (laughs) There's a hole in my brand new sock. What the heck? Did you you rip the the packaging off of them? I don't think I did. (laughs) Aw. Darn it. <laughs> oh, one God. person got Shut that. Up. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> okay, so that was the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Forever. <laughs>
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello. You're listening to the Odd Sisters podcast. I'm Marcy, reporting Allison. from my bed. <laughs> I'm you can Allison, tell because I got from my voice. living room. <laughs> and I'm Julia, recording from I guess the like, kitchen. The I'm like in the, the kitchen yeah. and the dining I'm in the room. upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm between rooms. Yeah. Yeah. In that <laughs> non-designated space. You can't put mm-hmm. anything there, but... Well, I put a computer in here, I guess. <laughs> computer room? Yeah. Computer section. <laughs> computer duck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I'd like to first and foremost apologize for my audio in the last episode it was so fucking bad you said that, like, i wish to you told me can. how bad it sounded we yeah but what were we supposed to say you were Just, already upset that you didn't have your proper mic thing yeah and then we were gonna be like no we can't record because of this and then you would have i didn't flipped. know it was gonna sound that bad Again, like, I, I did sounded most of like the talking, in... and you did most of the interrupting. It's fine. I sounded like I was in another dimension. <laughs> you did. It was like a tin can from the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it, it sounded like a conference call. It did. <laughs> Julia's on speakerphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it really did. I like. I even had problems listening to it, and it was me. So it's okay. It wasn't that great of an episode. So no. Any episode about bread is a good episode. Bread's the best. <laughs> it is. Bread is the best. <laughs> That's where we're going to change this, this podcast title yeah. to. Bread, is, bread the is the best. Bread is the best. <laughs> Breadcast. Um, I looked up a recipe on how to make that bread. It's pretty complicated. It's very but complicated. I also liked there was like a bunch of them that popped up like the first like initial ones on the website there was one that was like it's an hour and 45 minutes to make there's one that was like it's two hours and they all had like four star reviews on them and then there was one that said it was 25 hours to make the bread and had no reviews people probably looked at that and were like no no <laughs> absolutely well that not. just means usually that you have to like put it in the fridge yeah overnight. yeah yeah because i clicked on it and it was literally like make the dough and then put it in the fridge and then you bake it for an hour the next day. <laughs> yeah. But that's good because like we had a comment on our Instagram saying their mom used to make it every Christmas morning. So you could make it and put the dough in the fridge and then you take it out on Christmas morning and put it in the oven and then you have yeah. this fresh oh. loaf of bread, right? Yeah, I want to try there it. There you it go. Would be delicious. I don't have yeah. a stand mixer right now, otherwise I'd make it myself. Well, but... I have it. So maybe I'll make some dough and then on Christmas morning we could have stolen. Yeah. I'll make half of it without raisins. Yay. <laughs> Inclusion. <laughs> and I'll find those little green jelly bits. I think I saw them at the store today. No, no. What are they? Green jelly bits. I'm pretty sure I was right. I'm pretty sure they're maraschino cherries. Or they're like um like pineapple or apricot, like the dried fruit, but they're just dyed. It's just because it's Christmas. Yeah. The so one good recipe I looked fruit. up was raisins, candied <laughs> lemon and candied mm-hmm. orange and almonds mm-hmm. i think wow. well i don't want the almonds julia doesn't want the raisins so this is going to be some sparse bread. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be bread yeah so just make it and i'll eat it 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm good with both those things. It's funny too, because like when you were, when we were growing up, you were the picky eater. I know. And now you it's were. just like, feed it to Allison. <laughs> yeah, Allison ate uh, like something with ketchup on it. What was it? Everything. Like, was it potatoes with or? Potatoes, steak. <laughs> Eggs. Eggs. Steak and eggs. <laughs> and potatoes. Potatoes, steak, and eggs. <laughs> I feel like that it was eggs. Good. Like dippy <laughs> eggs with ketchup and toast. That was like your Yeah, no, go-to. scrambled, scrambled. I like scrambled eggs and toast. I still have scrambled eggs and ketchup and toast. <laughs> Ew, right. I eat other things too, though. So does Shane. I like a good old craft dinner macaroni and cheese and some ketchup, but that's the only mm-hmm. time I have ketchup. What are we talking Sorry. about today? It's, oh, yeah. not, um, it's not ketchup, <laughs> we're just it's not bread. I am you can tell hungry. them we're hungry when we just go on like a sidebar of like food. I've been baking all day, so I've been eating like the little oh, bits yeah, of yeah. like the offcuts from things. Yeah. Like, it's not good. I need no. an apple or something. Yeah. I thought you were going to say a nap for a second. <laughs> I need one of those I need, too. I need a nap. I need an apple. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Marcy falls asleep with an apple in her <laughs> <laughs> she's marinating <laughs> um oh my god okay. <laughs> okay so i'm gonna try i'm gonna try something a little bit different this week um because i know that we've kind of been in like a little bit of a loop of like history and ghosts and stuff like that which is awesome i love it don't get me wrong um but i'm gonna try doing something very different so <laughs> I hope this actually appeals to anybody who usually listens to our podcast, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to take a stab in the Sharp dark. left turn. Yeah. And hope that there's, we can at least make this funny enough to be enjoyable. <laughs> so that's a weird way to say that. Anyway, I'm also like, I was really sick this morning and now like, um, I feel better, but like now I'm like overtired. Like I like slept like two. So I'm like this weird. And when I, I wrote this, I was like just waking up too. So it's really weird, like stream of consciousness. So gotta love when your episode starts with an explanation. <laughs> well, I'm just, it's going to need one. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So um, I know that we've mentioned this uh, several times before on our podcast, but we've never really gotten into it. But um, our entire family is really into musicals. So <laughs> we're always looking for excuses for people to sing out their feelings. But the other mm-hmm. night, um, I was sitting around at home by myself, you know, living that COVID life. And uh, <laughs> I decided that a musical would be the perfect thing to boost my serotonin. <laughs> so I opened up Netflix, uh, immediately bypassed The Greatest Showman and landed on Greece. <laughs> As, As you, you do. do. <laughs> so um i honestly haven't watched this in ages um because it's one of my wife's least favorite movies in the entire world like it's, she refuses I haven't watched it in to ages watch it either she refuses to watch it she refuses to listen to any of the songs like she won't even like look at it like it's she hates it she hates it she she says she hates musicals because of this movie right yeah i think so i think i've had that conversation with jane before. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't get to watch it a lot and the only time i do get to watch it it's by myself so i have like a special edition dvd and it's got its own little leather jacket oh, that wraps yeah, around so the cute. dvd i don't think i have it anymore oh 
we part of the lie. We broke up. Just didn't work. Yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Let's watch it. And I don't know if it's just post-COVID Julia's pessimism coming out or if the last time I watched it, I wasn't really paying attention. But man, what the hell is wrong with this movie? It's so much. So much is wrong. I don't know why, but like for some reason, maybe because I'm just like, you know, like many people who are working in customer service right now, just generally aggravated about everything. (laughs) But for some reason, watching it this time just really pissed me off. So we're going to get into it. So released in 1978, Grease looks so innocent from the outside. Cute little musical, takes place in the 50s, one of my favorite time periods. And by that, I mean, aesthetically, I actually like being a gay woman out in the open. I'm not completely insane. <laughs> so, um, and it has John Travolta, and he's never done anything wrong, right? No. No, no never. Clean slate. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but when you actually start to think about it, this movie is completely fucked. Um, I'm going to break it down into smaller sections so that hopefully we don't get, and hopefully I don't get sidetracked, but I'm sure we'll still do it anyway. Um, But for those of you who haven't seen this movie, first off, the fuck? How have you not seen this? Secondly, what the fuck? Thirdly, go and watch it. Come back afterwards because this shit is going to make zero sense. So, Mm -hmm. okay. You've watched it? Good. We'll get into it. So, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the romance in the movie. So it starts out with Danny Zuko, played by John Travolta, right, um, right on the heels of Saturday Night Fever being released. They actually started filming this movie four days after it was released, I believe. Or actually, no, 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 four days after he had wrapped on Saturday Night Fever, they started this movie. So it was like literally like back to back. It was like a um, dancing nightmare. <laughs> Never stop dancing, John. <laughs> he must have been so exhausted. I can't imagine that. <laughs> he just like finishes and he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, God. Um, God. <laughs> and uh, Sandy, sorry. And Sandy Olsen played by Olivia Newton-John in her first starring role. So they break up their summer fling because Sandy's got to go back to Australia um, something interesting I actually found out that was <laughs> Sandy in the play, because there's actually a play that started this all off, um, was considered an all-American girl. Um, so she was like fully like American twang, very innocent kind of character. Yeah, exactly. Um, but <laughs> they actually went, when, when they set their sights on Olivia Newton-John, they actually changed the entire backstory of the character to fit her Australian accent. Mm. Um, because she tried to do an American accent and apparently it was atrocious. They were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just rewrite that one line and it'll be fine. Yeah, but then at the same time, it made me wonder why they don't just do that more often for people. I don't know. It got me thinking about stuff like that. It makes me wonder what are the fucking odds? <laughs> Like, she has to go back to Australia, and she just randomly ends up at the same school as this guy that she had a summer fling with. Like, it just makes more sense when it's more localized, but that's fine. It's it's a well-written excuse to excuse her accent. Yeah. Um, Anyways, (laughs) uh, one one of my first issues, that's a really good point. But one of my first issues right off the bat is that when we meet that when we meet these two, it's at the end of their summer relationship. Um, and that's supposed to like get us through the rest of the movie. 
Like they never really put any other effort into maintaining that relationship <laughs> other than yeah. a couple of songs. Mm-hmm. Like one song, right? Like it, they each have a song where they're like singing about each other. But they're not good. No, you don't. You definitely don't feel for yeah. them. Like at no point in this movie do I genuinely want them to get back together. No. Well, yeah, but that's, but that's what, what the movie's about, right? I understand. It's so weird. Yeah, it's weird because the only song they sing about, like, what happened in the summer is the, the summer loving one where yeah. Danny's just lying the entire time. Yeah. And, then, and she's inflating it as well. Yeah. And like, then, they're both exaggerating, just in different ways. The songs mm-hmm. you're saying that they sing about each other are more like their current situation and not, like, about what happened in the past. Yeah exactly (laughs) but um so even the even the solo songs aren't really great um hopelessly devoted to you was a last minute addition to the film because the writers couldn't figure out what sandy would sing about which is fair because a song like that needs drive and motivation from our character and other than being in love with danny who is a total dick to her the entire time you don't really know anything else about her so mm-hmm. I don't blame them for not being able to write a song for her because she has, she doesn't make any sense. She has zero motivation. She has zero, mm-hmm. like there's, it's just not there. And like, if you think of like those songs that are like, if you think of something like any other musical or like Disney or something like that, there's a reason for them to sing, right? Like, but there's just no reason. So I'm not surprised. It was like, they literally did it after like everything else was done they went back and like that's why there's like no one in the scene (laughs) and it's like just her in front of the house interesting but they had agreed when she signed on that she was gonna have at least one song that was just her Mm -hmm. um because you know she was a singer so she wanted to be able to be like i made her single this is my song yeah exactly right Mm -hmm. um and it actually that song um it was the only the movie has an oscar for that song (laughs) it won the oscar for uh, best original Sometimes song. Sometimes you write your best stuff that and you're scrambling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um, which is interesting. But okay, so and then we have Danny. Danny only gets a song after he like. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He gets a song after he tries to assault Sandy in his car. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is like, and then it's it's the song about him being all sad and like when you watch it and you're like younger and you don't really understand. You're just like, oh, she's mad at him, you know? Yeah. But, like, when you get older, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and now there's, like, this boring-ass, like, three-and-a-half-minute-long song about how we're supposed to feel sorry for him. Yeah, with innuendos playing in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was and- always so confused in that scene that he goes to, like, a playground. Like, yeah. Because I was, we, growing up, I don't know, like... I guess people not many maybe, drive-ins. Yeah. yeah, people in small towns might still go to like drive-ins, but we had not, mm-hmm. never been to a drive-in, and the whole concept of it was always really weird to me. And I was like, well, yeah. he was at the theater, and I was at a playground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's happening? I noticed when he before he like sits down, he's like walking in front of the screen, and people start like honking at him. <laughs> so I was just like, what's happening? You're a dick. <laughs> yeah, like get out of the way. Um, and. It, it's it's a real problem this whole story is riding on these two getting together and honestly you can give a shit about either of them because you don't know anything about their relationship which just drives me crazy um and he 
he always like Danny like always makes the wrong move always like he doesn't do he never does a single thing that's redeemable and when he does it's not for you know it's not for good intentions it's it's for selfish reasons which is crazy so making making a move in front of the t-birds to prove that he's not a softy <laughs> when they first when he first reunites with sandy dancing with cha-cha the first chance that he gets and lying and lying and lying and lying whenever possible um so when i was re-watching this movie i found out that there's way way more chemistry and character development in rizzo and kaniki just to say rizzo and kaniki for me is like the story yeah it's more relatable from a human factor because again that doesn't happen you don't fall in love with someone over over summer break they don't randomly end up from australia in your hometown and then you don't Mm -hmm. randomly have to win them back doing selfish stupid deeds but (laughs) kaniki and rizzo are completely relatable to like a human story like like because she was dating Danny before exactly yeah. there's something weird and there not they and hook like, up ooh. she gets pregnant it's this whole like yeah one upping exactly. scheme with like trying to make each other mad it's way more yeah it's and way like, more not, it's not like a perfect thing like i'm not saying like oh like relationship goals but like as far as like a you know like like you said like it's way more relatable Mm-hmm. Um, even though they look like they're over 30 years old, you can understand like <laughs> Stalker Channing was 34 struggle. when she yeah, filmed that. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that one of the youngest people was John Travolta. Everybody else was in their like mid to late 20s. Wow. John Travolta was 23. Wow. wow. Yeah. I thought he was a lot older than that. Yeah, me too. Because everybody else is. I knew Stalker Channing was, but like. I knew she was over 30, <laughs> but like some of them are just like, it's ridiculous. Like, could you imagine me just now like playing a high schooler? Like what? Yeah. It's like 21 <laughs> Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, what, did you hit puberty when yeah. you were nine? Your, <laughs> like, your muscle what? mass is insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, this one's, this is a kind of smaller section, but this is something I noticed like I've noticed the other things before, but this one was like, it really like flipped for me. So it's the perspectives. So if you slightly change your perspective, every single main character is an antagonist. They're all so mean. Like they're the meanest people in the, like they're the meanest people on screen at all times. What about Jan? Was Jan mean? mean? Maybe. Well, they're all kind of mean in their own way. Like, yeah. they're all like, even even the nicer ones, they still like really pick on Sandy True. a lot. But um, and I'm, there's kind of like two, so I'm, I'm really torn about it because on one hand, yeah, they're like fucking greasers and they're not typically the nicest people around. That's not really who they are, like as as a character, like not like trope but like a you know what i mean as like a type of person they're not they're not nice no they're usually like Like, they wouldn't be like super like (laughs) no they are they would be antagonists like in crybaby kind of thing like it's the same thing they're not good people like (laughs) you know what's funny is that i was looking up some things about this it kept for some reason like on youtube and stuff it kept suggesting crybaby and i was like (laughs) now i just really want to watch crybaby (laughs) i love that that movie so long um but uh yeah so and on the other hand 
they're our main characters and they're all like so rude they're so mean um they seize every opportunity to bully or harass anyone who crosses their way even if you watch them in the background like in the diner like if it's focusing mm-hmm. on one person like if it's focusing on like danny and sandy like the rest of them are in the in the background just like terrorizing people in the diner yeah it's just like what the fuck um and then all of a sudden everything just fits together at the end like with no attempt to make up or apologize for any of their horrible actions and all of them are like that like it's i mean more so than others but anyway so (laughs) the other part is the ending which i'm sure a lot of people have an issue with um it has to be the biggest wait what the fuck moments when you're watching it as an adult like I mentioned before, everything just kind of clicks together again. And even though, um, even though everything, almost nothing has been solved. But okay, we spend most of this movie watching Danny try and change himself for Sandy, thinking that because she has a little crush on this jock guy, that she'll like him again if he starts doing fucking track and field or whatever. Um, which, honestly, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is him trying to do all of the sports yeah. while, like, wearing his, like, leather jacket and, like, smoking and stuff. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking funny. Um, but, uh, anyways, he's trying to change for her, and at the end, he's wearing his jock sweater for, like, five seconds before whipping it off once he sees Sandy has changed for him, which just fucking drives me so nuts. Like, what the fuck is supposed to be the lesson here? <laughs> like, Zero lesson. And here's the no... thing. Yeah. Sandy, Sandy is like preppy. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she's still popular. She's not like, like him being preppy is just him going against the greaser kind of thing. But there's still a popularity. Like when you think of like high school movies and things like that, we always follow mm-hmm. the underdog, right? Yes. Like there's not a single high school movie where we don't follow someone that's not popular either trying to be popular or something yeah. along those lines but these people are already popular they're the cool kids in the school and even yeah. sandy when she dates the jock he's still a popular guy he's just not a greaser he's not a badass yeah. it's not like it's there's not like, like a he's... part there's a part where he they specifically like make fun of him playing football yeah, and I was like, "What kind of like wacky world is this?" Exactly <laughs> like, to to like, them. Oh, look at the guy playing football, what a dork! I'm yeah, like, and to, to them he is because he's a square. But yeah, he's not exactly. a nerd. He's not a loser. Like he's still a handsome jock. Like yeah, he's our yeah. popular guy in any other movie. It's just we're mm-hmm. following a different crowd, but they're still popular. There's no lessons learned because mm-hmm. they're already at the top of the game. <laughs> it's true. I didn't they think don't of have that. to. They don't have to be redeemed. They don't have to do anything. It's just literally a flip between what do I yeah. think is cool, and what does everyone else think is cool. And it's just a different kind of cool. He's like, oh, I'll be a jock, <laughs> but that's not really like a sacrifice. But, <laughs> no, it's not. But it's not even like like Julia saying, like he immediately throws the jacket off. Like he half-asses his way to being a jock. He's terrible at every <laughs> sport he plays, except for like long distance running. Yeah. It's the only thing he's good at. And then as soon as Sandy's like, I'll be like, I don't know what she turns into. I'll be a badass <laughs> so you can still be a greaser. He's like, oh yeah, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> like all he's wearing is this is a sweater. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a sweater. And she on just changes her hair and puts leather pants on. Yeah, that's true. But she changes a lot more than yeah, he does. Yeah, she does. She does start smoking too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen up, kids. Do you want to win yeah. that guy? 
start smoking. <laughs> Put on some tight leather pants, start smoking, and crimp your hair, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's, I think, oh, my God. Um, I think that's why, <laughs> because there's no, there's never any, there, he's never, he's never at the bottom. Nothing's ever wrong. There's no. no there's literally no sacrifice. But Zero. She, no. And she even starts dating him before that, because when mm-hmm. she... There's yeah. that scene where he's running around the track and she's with the football guy and then she's basically like, she goes and has a conversation with him and she's like, oh yeah, I'll ditch this guy and go out with you. Yeah. But then the movie theater or the drive-in thing happens and so I guess yeah. she leaves again. Or then the, just the dance. I feel like they're always yeah. like together then not together then together then not together. Yeah. Through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But. And then finally she's like, oh, it was my style and personality that was the problem. So I'll just change <laughs> <that>. Right? <laughs> it's so fucked up. It's so like. So, yeah, like, it's, they shouldn't, the thing, the problem is, is that it's not like he should have changed or she should have changed. Neither one of them should have changed for each other at all. No. Uh, except for in the way that's like, you know, like, why can't Danny still be a T-bird, but date Sandy and not act like a total twat all the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he doesn't have to change his style or his, you know, his friends or anything. Just don't be a dickhead (laughs) like that's the only thing you have to change and like why can't like why can't sandy just be a little repressed with her sexuality like why is that like that's not a crime like i don't that's like the one problem that she has against with like against her is that like everything's going fine but you know like she won't like make out with him in his car or she won't dance as i don't know promiscuous as cha-cha does or you know like it's just this Mm -hmm. whole thing that she's battling against the whole time and then she ends up changing that (laughs) and that just drives me insane like that's such a terrible lesson yeah it's it's crazy um and the only thing that makes sense to me is that this is what i think the ending is so they're actually both secretly aliens (laughs) who crash landed landed on earth and miraculously found each other hence why they used their car to rejoin the mothership at the end (laughs) so but like seriously though why could they fucking fly Uh, grease lightning (laughs) no yeah it's a different car at the end right because like it it just magically comes out of nowhere yeah because the whole grease lightning well, it's like purple and something. It's like yeah. a brand. Yeah, it's a totally new car that apparently flies. Yeah, they're fixing up that car in like the the shop. I don't know what their school, the school's auto shop. Yeah, yeah. And they do the grease lightning thing, and it goes into like a whole fantasy realm thing. Yeah, right? I thought and it the, was car the car is, from the fantasy. Realm. Yeah, it is, but it wasn't a real car. So what the hell is the ending of the movie? I don't know. The whole thing. <laughs> the it's Back to the Future. It was all a dream. <laughs> it was all a dream. Sandy wakes up in Australia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she hit her head on the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but seriously, that's the fucking weirdest ending. Every time I watch it, I'm just so I'm just so baffled. I guess it's because like because it is a stage production, right? And like stage productions have an ending. They do, but then there's like a big musical number, but then all the cast comes out and bows. So I guess when they adapted it to a movie, they were like, <laughs> I don't just know. Fly what away. <laughs> what do we do Into with our the atmosphere? problem? We fly away from our problems. 
Because um, they all but, believe. Maybe it's a way of saying, like, it's like a send-off yeah, kind of thing. Because yeah. they all stand on the ground Goodbye. and they're like, bye! Have fun we knew this there. was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we knew they'd fly away. Everything's happy. <laughs> Frenchie so fixes her hair. Yeah. Rizzo's not pregnant. She's got some yeah, great shorts on. Oh, she's great. Her just whole wardrobe whole thing. is just yeah. everything. I want everything that she wears. Yeah. Especially um, those shorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and her dress. Yes. At the dance. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, like, as for as much as I shit on it, it's actually a really good musical. Um, it's funny whether it's in, there's moments where it's intentional. There's moments where it's not intentionally funny, but it's both. Um, it has good songs, good singers, and some pretty awesome 50s style choreography at the school dance, which is my favorite mm-hmm. part. Like that mm-hmm. whole dance part is so great. Um, it did really well at the box office, pulling in $341 million, which is a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> in the 70s. Um, uh, surpassing the sound of music for the highest grossing live action movie musical. And mm. remained in that spot until Les Mis knocked it down in 2017. Wow. For those of you so who many, don't want to do the math, that is 39 years. So many better musicals came out between that, though. Yeah, but not they box make office money. musicals, though. Yeah. I guess so. God, Les Mis is. Maybe we'll do something on that one, too, if this one goes well. No, that don't. No. Shit parade. Shh. Um, well, we've talked about talk this about movie. To me. <laughs> we've talked about this movie before too, because the guy that produced it, mm-hmm. Stig, Stig Wood, yeah, he's responsible for the Sergeant Pepper's movie. He is. He is. Yeah, that's like my tie-in. Stig. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was like the producer, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but although it has its faults, Grease is definitely a classic. It just seemed to be the right people, right place, right time. <laughs> And have that magic the- could never be recreated. So there's mo- no point in even trying, right? Have you seen the parody with the Summer Nights? Yes. With the Kinnicky thing? With- yeah. yeah. It's, we'll I think it's that. Funny or Die. Is it? Is yeah. It? I think yeah. so. Yeah, we'll have to post that with it because that's great. Um, no, why we make- <laughs> Why Wait, it's not... It's what? So it's- Don't do it again. It- it's perfect. <laughs> but... But oh no! So but money. you have to make yeah, you have to make more no. money, Allison. You it's have like to always sequel, always no. make much more money. money. No. I made so much money. Always make more money. <laughs> Does anybody else smell a dumpster fire? <laughs> um, I is swear Michelle I can put her in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't want to put her in a dumpster fire. <laughs> I mean, she did it to herself. This was her one mistake. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about her personal life, but it's yeah. quite the way to launch a career. Yeah, it's interesting. So that brings us to Grease 2. So I, I will bet you that there are a substantial amount of people listening who didn't even know that this movie existed. I'd say 70% of people who have watched <laughs> Grease do not know about Grease 2. <laughs> I think it's higher. I think it's like 80. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. But since the original did so well financially, the co-producer Alan Carr was given $5 million from Paramount Pictures to do a sequel to the beloved musical. He took that money and he put all his faith into a woman named Patricia Birch. She was the choreographer for the first movie as well as the stage version. She was the choreographer. 
So at first she didn't want to do it since very few of the original cast would be in it. And even the man who had adapted the original from stage to screen had died a few years prior, but eventually she agreed to direct. So she was apprehensive going into it. But they wore her down. And (laughs) yeah, exactly. The intention was to do a four movie franchise as well as a television series that would take place in the 60s. Oh my this movie, god. This movie would single-handedly put an end to all of that. Oh my god. So, <laughs> actually, sidebar, fun fact that I found out that totally blew my mind and I just had to share it with you guys. This movie did not do well, spoiler alert. But they had a script for the third movie already in the works. So, but when they canned the idea, Disney picked it up and used the and picked up the unused script, and they ended it ended up adapting it into a movie called High School Musical. Ah, uh, what? <laughs> that must have blown your fucking mind. I was literally That's like, insane. <gasps> it makes so much sense. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. Like, not. not- Grease one, like if you looked at Grease no. one, no. no, but Grease two, yes. But just the dynamic of like the different like the different yeah. um, friends and like the different like groups in high school and that whole like you know like it makes so much sense. <laughs> also, I really love High School Musical. <laughs> you do, <laughs> yeah. It's a problem. I, I just outed myself, but um, you're so just a released- key demographic. That's all. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I love Zac Efron. <laughs> Sorry for having <laughs> eyes in my head. <laughs> yeah, but you went past The Greatest Showman. So you don't love it that much. I watched much. it, though. <laughs> I have seen it. Does that count? Yes. Know. None of you have seen it. Truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> so released in 1982, the sequel takes place two years after the original. Michael Carrington who is apparently Sandy's cousin, <laughs> what are the odds, uh, is transferred... He's not Australian, though. Yeah, he is. Oh, what he's is... English, actually. He's English. I guess that works. Sorry. I guess. <laughs> I'll let it slide. Um, is transferred to Rydell High and falls for Stephanie, the leader of the Pink Ladies, played by Michelle Pfeiffer. So he likes her a lot, but um, he's too much of a square for her. So she rejects him and tells him that she wants a cool riding motorcycle man who treats her terribly instead of a nice, intelligent man who cares about her deeply. (laughs) Ah, problems again. Yeah, (laughs) makes sense to me. Um, So he goes out and going with our superficial lesson from the last one, he goes out, buys a motorcycle, hides his face, acts like a badass, and she instantly falls in love with him. Um, Mm -hmm. Note, I say badass but him fighting off the other biker king is hands down one of the funniest goddamn things i've ever seen <laughs> it's the complete opposite of badass i love musicals but fighting <laughs> in musicals is never uh, never a win there's always something a little frou-frou about it <laughs> like i've never been like wowed by <laughs> a fight scene in a musical it's like it's like the hot cops in arrested development exactly (laughs) they just move a little too gracefully yeah exactly (laughs) i guess anything Um, in west side story like they fall and they do like the spring backwards and like (laughs) yeah well i was i was was really good 
going, yeah. <laughs> I was going to invite you both into helping me work on my uh, script for Mortal Kombat, the musical, but now oh, I guess on. I'll leave it. So <laughs> I'll do it on my that own. That would be great. <laughs> Rocky, the musical? There is a Rocky that musical. That probably exists, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Dumb. You didn't know that? No. <laughs> it's apparently really a musical good. now. That's why I got to get in on this market. Everything, yeah. <laughs> everything is musical. Except life. It would be great. Sadly. It already has music in it. Mortal Kombat? Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I thought you meant Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> that too. And like hitting that Adrian like high note. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There but every know. every song in my Mortal Kombat musical starts with, ready, fight. <laughs> <laughs> Does it end with a KO? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And a plie. <laughs> <laughs> and then we die. Um. <laughs> oh, it's great. That that we have to talk about that more later. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. I feel like it works better than you think it does. <laughs> My brain is just circling. Um, so uh bah, bah, bah. okay, meanwhile, I guess the T birds are supposed to be in this movie, and uh, they certainly are doing things. Are they important? <laughs> Barely. No. But um, they're in it, so maybe shut the fuck up about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so have, <laughs> so they have many, many, many pointless songs about bowling, reproduction, <laughs> how to creep on <laughs> ladies at the grocery store, Ooh. how to give up your virginity for the sake of America. What the fuck? <laughs> that scene is horrifying <laughs> the the what what one the reproduction the, one no which one they're all horrifying they are the, all horrible the one when he lures the girl to the the nuclear the bunker the bunker yeah. and then is like oh my god a nuclear bomb went off we should fuck now <laughs> yeah that, one, yeah. that one's bad for yeah. america yeah for america Okay, so um, also hot tip: sex crimes, are... musical. <laughs> hot tip: <laughs> sex crimes. Why would you do that? Well, what the hell? What is wrong hot with the people in these sex movies? crimes? <laughs> the musical. Um, if you are a lucky individual who hasn't seen this movie. <laughs> Um, open up YouTube and look up Grease 2 and hit the song Love Will Turn Back the Hands of Time and you will know exactly what is wrong with this movie within seconds. <laughs> it's one of the worst songs. Awful. It, it, it has that movie musical thing where it's obvious that the people, the actors that you're seeing on screen are not singing. Like, you know, yes. like obviously like when you're like dancing that vigorously and stuff like that, it's not like live recordings. Yeah they're all in like a sound booth and stuff like this, but this is like, well, they don't even try to mask it. It is so lip singing. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's also hard to watch. <laughs> it's also almost it's like impossible to record audio on set. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you want to get into the Les Mis thing, they did record audio on set for that. And it was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, in so many so, ways. <laughs> so many it was a nightmare ways. for us. It was a nightmare for them. <laughs> if it's a nightmare for them, but it's not a nightmare for us. You could almost say it's worth it. But when it's a nightmare both ways, I think you might have made a mistake. <laughs> it's not nice to listen to. Anyway, so um, 
so I'm not really sure what happened, to be honest. I think it's a mixture of a lot of different things. Um, upon looking up the people who are actually in this movie, um, because honestly, other than Michelle Pfeiffer, I didn't really know any of them. I was actually shocked to find out that most of them have a lot of stage experience. Huh. Um, that does not come across at all. Um, like at all. Like it looks like they've never acted before and then we're just like pushed onto a set. Um, but the, the most shocking being that the man who played Johnny, who is like basically like the Danny Zuko equivalent in this movie, um, actually played Danny on stage. And uh, I guess he couldn't be bothered to bring any of that energy from the stage to the screen because his character is like one of the worst. Interesting. Like, it's just terrible. Like, it's terrible. It, it is interesting in a way, though, like, with Grease 2, it's kind of, like, it's kind of similar. Like, Johnny's character is similar to Danny, except he's not the love interest, so he kind of <laughs> yeah. just is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. And he, like, has, like, another pink lady that he's, like, trying to be with the whole time. Yeah. And then Michelle Pfeiffer's like, I like this other dude. And he's like, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Because we used to what? date, so... You know, like, no more dudes. <laughs> yeah. And then he ends up, like, alone at the end. <laughs> it was like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> You're well, yeah. the worst. <laughs> like, um, but, uh, yeah. Um, fun fact, uh, Maxwell, uh, Maxwell Caulfield, uh, who played our main, our leading man in this movie, said that uh, this movie actually destroyed his career. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh there, but I did. Before, before that, he was he was You're still, still laughing. laughing. <laughs> I just like I didn't mean to laugh, but I did, and I'm still doing it, and I'm still doing it. Um, I mean, I again, read things it's... that he was like apparently a total douchebag, so um, I don't feel as bad for him. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer said he was like unbearable, and mm-hmm. he was just like really full of himself. So it is kind of funny. Um, but before that, he was set on path to be the next Richard Gere or John Travolta, which today means nothing, but back then yeah. it meant everything. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but one of the biggest problems is definitely the music. Um, if you don't like Grease, you probably at least know one of the songs or maybe even like one, but, uh, the songs as well, as well as the singing in this movie is atrocious. Yeah. Um, which again is weird because most of them are singing on stage before they were even here. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah. guess it's just direction or I don't know. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer I know can sing because she'd be singing in the Prince of Egypt as well as Hairspray like a goddamn queen but she did not impress me at all in this movie and uh, it seemed like everything was written completely out of her range of abilities. She kind of had like a really like I don't want to say like bluesy kind of songs but she was like almost like a It was though yeah, like, she does, like, a whole song about how, like, the kind of, like, guy she's looking for. And I was, like, the whole time I was sitting there, like, this is not how she should be singing. <laughs> this isn't for you. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. Like, it was meant for somebody, like, she sings... Prince of Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> like, ten minutes later. <laughs> Seriously, though, really? Yeah. I didn't realize. She does that, she does that song with, um... Yeah, she's the, the voice. She's the voice she, of his wife. She does the movie version, and then they right. got like yes, 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 some yes. some very very talented singers to do like totally, the, the soundtrack version, now. which is really popular. But yeah. in the movie, it's her and it's Moses. What's <laughs> <laughs> no Sandra Bullock? 
Mm-hmm. That's the two who are singing that song in the like in the movie, and then they got right. like yeah, um, and then she she sings in Hairspray too, and she kind of sings like more. It's not supposed to be like really good, but it definitely was fits her abilities to sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she's supposed to be like kind of like catty and like whiny kind of singing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it works, I think. Um, but it's just not. It just doesn't fit her at all. She has a very high singing voice. And it's like, it's meant to be in like a lower range and it just does not come, like it just does not work. Yeah. Um, the music is just so, no, it was her no. first, her first her starring first, That's role. why I said, like, what a launching point. Yeah, yeah. And that's really weird. And that makes that British guy has no excuse then for why his career failed. That's not that movie. Yeah. Because yeah, if she it, hadn't done anything, like they didn't have to cast her. Yeah. Like they they said that and the reason why they like, cast her right after that is like Witches of Eastwick and Batman mm-hmm. Returns and Wolf mm-hmm. and like yeah. she was like a big staple for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um she they cast her because they said that she was a wild card and no one would expect it. They had like a list of people including our um our very favorite lady, Christy McNichol. <laughs> was oh, on the Christy. Short list of, I was thinking of her the other day. I had like a client come in and I was like, what's your name? And he was like, Mr. McNichol. And I was like, any relation to Christy? No, you didn't say that. No. Okay, good. I didn't say that. <laughs> Just hangs up. <laughs> Shut up. Head waggle and everything. Yeah. Any Ooh. relation to Christy? <laughs> he would have thought it was funny. He was like 60. He was like right yeah, in that age range. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and what if he the was? Movie... <laughs> <laughs> then you would have made a friend. I would have had I a I love the pirate movie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 The movie completely bombed both critically and financially, only pulling in a box office of $15.2 million compared to its $11.2 million budget. Jeez. What is that money on? Which is not great. Motorcycle stunts, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently there was like, I I read uh, some sort of trivia on it that there was like 500 people in the cast. Wow. I was like, what? That's an ensemble and a half. So... The the first one ends with like a lovely carnival with like everyone there mm-hmm. and it's all this big. So then this one ends with a luau. Yeah. It does. <laughs> if I remember correctly, and another the, terrible song. And another terrible song. And a motorcycle stunt. Cultural yeah. appropriation. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah, it has and to be. It's probably not. A, a they jump. He jumps over the pool. Mm-hmm. And he jumps motorcycle. over the pool. Yeah, they, but they think they. And then he him. finally becomes the man that she yeah. wants. And he's like, "It's me. It was me all along." Yeah, but he's like, Ooh! To, the, the T-birds try to kill that guy. Yeah, like the the masked motorcycle guy. Like they like try and drive mm-hmm. him off a cliff on purpose. Like yeah, like with they homicidal. Do. Well, tendons, that's the thing. Intention. It should have ended like, like Carrie. Oh, that would have been <laughs> awesome. Carrie's a great movie. It was great. <laughs> Um, Dr. Wolf but, is in that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like the bad guy. Yeah. Like a popular yeah. dick. <laughs> popular <It's>... dick. <laughs> <laughs> but still on his resume nice. now. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so it uh, it's yeah. you know, it's weird because what we were talking about with the 
before was I was like, these people are easily villains. I feel like they kind of, like, it, you only really realize that when you're really looking into it. Whereas, like, they kept, like, an, uh, they kept on the kind of, like, protagonist side, but they kind of dipped into, like, them not being good people. But in this one, they're just, like, straight up not. No, they're like, all bad. Like Allison just said, they literally try and kill him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they think he's dead, so they run away. <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of, like, trying to help yeah, them or. They're bad guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're all terrible. Like you, yes, we could argue that everyone in the first one is terrible, but in the second one, they are all like, there's, mm-hmm. there's no argument. But they're, they're not all just bad, bad people. Like you have shades of gray in characters that doesn't make them villains, right? Like, no, they're just shitty people. <laughs> Excuse me, I just <laughs> tried to kill him. <laughs> no, I meant the him. first one. Oh, yes. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I talked about the second one. I was yeah, like, no, the how first much worse one. does it get? I wouldn't say any of those people are Yeah, but evil. they didn't actually kill him. So, like, <laughs> gray area. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in the second one, they, they're, they are one-dimensional. They yeah. don't have as much rounding as the other characters. They don't have as much oh, going sure. on. Like, you can look at every single one and say their insecurities are what's making them bad people because we get to know all of those things you know you have jan yeah. who's like self-conscious about her eating and her weight um so she kind of like lashes out in a like self-deprecating humor kind of way um mm-hmm. R- rizzo is obviously in a weird spot mentally <clears throat> frenchie is so insecure about like her talents and what she wants to do and then yeah. you know like everyone has and they show you those but in this one it's just like they're so one-dimensional mm-hmm. you don't know any of those things about them yeah well, another thing too is just like it, like there's a part where they like enter a talent show, mm. and it's like it's this weird like crossover thing where it's like yes, like it's a musical, so yes, they are singing. But at the same time, do you think a group of greasers would go into a talent show? I don't think so. Yeah, inaccurate. That doesn't seem, Yeah, like just because they're singing like in the context of like it's a musical doesn't mean that they're like actually gonna like be like in a singing competition Mm -hmm. like it was weird you know what's a good movie cry baby sue got married yeah that is a good movie i haven't seen that in like over 10 years easily yeah i just i hate grease too so much let's just pretend (laughs) it never happened but i have a question yeah do you think also part of the problem is that both of these movies are written by a male screenwriter. Did you just look that up? I had to double check because I knew yeah. it too. But, I mean, okay, you so knew it was, was, but you thinking. had to make sure it was. Yes, I was going to just say it. But because, you know, like with, uh, which this is like totally modern movie, but like with Suicide Squad, which came out recently, the first one, it's all like male screenwriters and the relationship mm-hmm. with Harley and the Joker is atrocious and, and questionable. Mm-hmm awful and all that sort of wrong and then they gave it to a female screenwriter and they were like okay so people didn't like x y and z can you kind of like fix this and make this birds of prey movie and it's fine like it's not hey, the best movie ever i really like but it. yeah and she handles things like the relationship with harley and the joker she does a million times better than the suicide squad or almost anything else it it's well, you should watch it Jane. it's fantastic and that's i think like with these movies part of the problem is that it's like men writing these like high school romance <laughs> things and they are all like from the male point of view like yeah mm-hmm. even the there's second a one, lot of questionable stuff in, in the first grease 
yeah adult male point of view yeah and like even the second one like even switching that role where it's like okay michelle pfeiffer's character is the person that's like in the cool like you know Mm -hmm. she's in the pink lady she's not an outsider and oh it's going to be this guy that's the outsider it is really like it's not like i don't know pro women like no (laughs) it's it's no weird it's just because they would get in trouble for doing the exact same movie twice yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> but the twist was... is she's the badass yeah, yeah. exactly but it's like she's still but... like i don't know it's it's so it's weird it's very yeah. weird she even does I less just... than sandy i would argue yeah yeah but yeah the whole thing is just yeah icky it doesn't hold it's, up it's very yeah and it's very super like it's the same as the first one though it's just you know first yeah. one was had better acting and music and stuff. So it gets away with it, but like, it's just so superficial. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally like, he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. He's still the same person. But, he just buys a motorcycle exactly. and she's like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. And in both these movies, it's the same thing, but they like almost highlight like bad traits that the characters have, but then they never mm-hmm. ever like punish them for them. Yeah. Like, they never that's ever what acknowledge that like they made a mistake. Like in the second one with the Johnny's character, like what you were saying with it's like yeah. they, him and Stephanie used to date and then they broke up and he's definitely trying to hook up with a different person but then he's like so jealous of Stephanie yeah. paying attention to anyone else and then it, but he never ever is like hey I was wrong yeah <laughs> no, because, and they don't do that in the first one either no. like like Kinnicky because there's and, nobody and there Rizzo. to teach them a lesson again it's just popular yeah. kids talking to popular kids there's no <laughs> there's no lesson to be learned there's no there's no time when they like get knocked down a peg and have to go back up they just yeah they're just like there's there's nothing there's no you need a character to redeem themselves if you're going to do that. Yeah. And there's no redemption. He won a car race, so now she gets to dress like a a greaser girl and impress him because yeah. he, he drove that race. car so well. Yeah. Like, he does nothing personally to redeem <laughs> himself. Yeah. He just wins a race. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, maybe she <laughs> thinks like, he's in danger at some point and, like, it's like, a, oh, I'd rather make this work than... <laughs> than not because obviously it's like you know a near-death experience shows you what's important mm-hmm. or whatever but she's still, like i should like, probably date him because he might die in a car accident <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it's still he does nothing to redeem you himself. seem pretty reckless <laughs> and neither does neither does michelle pfeiffer's character or that like there's no yeah there's just again it's all so superficial it's a 1970s yeah. musical based on written about 50s morality right like it's yeah. it, there's no nothing about that is good <laughs> no so anyway i just i have like fucking train two wreck. sentences left should i read them yeah, or yes let's okay. hear your, your okay ending. so it currently sits with a 36 percent on rotten tomatoes which i think is pretty generous honestly yeah. um it's barely watchable like like we were talking about crybaby and like crybaby is not good it's not a good no, movie no. it's not um but it's at least fun to watch like in a bad this is just has the john waters quirkiness to it exactly but this it's just a pain to sit through any of the like even revisit like i remember hating it when i watched it and then even just revisiting like three minute scenes was like pulling teeth like it was so hard to watch some of them i was like oh like so bored um 
so it has very negative reviews, as you can imagine. Um, there was a stage, stage adaptation that I'm sure was extremely short-lived, um, and nothing else really came of it. Um, so basically, in summary, I was hating on Grease a little bit, but then I remembered that the sequel was a thing, watched it, and suddenly I have a new appreciation for the original. <laughs> 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 and it brought me high school musical. <laughs> so. Yeah, three movies, right? <laughs> yep. So there you go. Wow. Well, thank you uh, for that little um, rage baby, Jules. I'm going to yeah. have to go watch Grease 2 again. Or oh, my God. Probably Speaking not. of rage Probably babies. Not. Just watch Cry Baby instead. <laughs> yeah. Julia made me watch High School Musical with her one time. Mm. She was like, we'll watch it with riff tracks and it'll be funny. And then she left like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. and just abandoned me. And I watched it for a bit longer thinking she was going to come back. And then she never came back. <laughs> it was a you know what? You know what? We've done that to each other multiple <laughs> times. Like all three of us have done that to different people. One I time, don't think I've ever done that to either of you. Um, look up, Allison, do you have your phone in your hand? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're the only one who's not using it um, for the video. Yeah. Um, look up, um, oh, what's it called? I think, the, I believe it's called Alexander. Okay. <laughs> it's the one with, um, <laughs> the one with Colin Farrell. Nice setup. You suck. Okay, I've done the team. Hold on, hold on. I, I, need, I, to, I need her to look it up because I know <laughs> you need the runtime. I need what year it came out. So I know how. Okay, so I was math 12. You were 12. 12. I was 12. And you left me alone with that movie. Anybody who's seen that movie. <laughs> and it's like well, three I hours long. Do you want to hear the plot keywords? I was 12 that years. That popped up on IMDb. Yes. Plot keywords are Greek, ancient Greece, gay, and Macedonia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is very gay. <laughs> it's very gay. Um, yeah. um, and she uh, left me alone watching it. So. I'm sorry. I remember there's <laughs> one scene where like. These people were like tied up to poles. Violence and sexuality. Yeah, yeah. These people were tied up to poles, and that people were just throwing spears into them and killing them. And I was like, "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) I never said I was a good sister. I'm just a sister. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here, aren't I? I'm here. (laughs) Not enough. (laughs) Well, I'm anyway. Everybody, go watch Grace too. That was such a good setup. That's your punishment. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Thanks, um, follow us on Facebook because we'll post some clips, I think, there. So, yeah. Um, awesome podcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.